Wait, but didn't we just sink the Montana? Also, another episode that takes place at sea? Was this season co-sponsored by Carnival Cruise Lines or something? The Joes appear to just be driving aimlessly around the ocean looking for Cobra, which sounds like a General Hawk sort of plan, so of course he's here. Leatherneck and Wetsuit are still at their whole bickering friendship thing, and I know I said I really enjoyed that in the last episode, but it's starting to wear a little thin now. This is General Hawk, the commander of G.I. Joe. We're searching this area for Cobra. Fulfilling his contractual obligation to pull off at least 50 masks per season, Zartan reveals himself and the Cobras start firing. Hawk calls for backup using what appears to be one of those Mr. Microphone toys or possibly a karaoke machine. I think people were still pronouncing it karaoke around this time. The Cobras then bail and the Joes discover that they were involved in some kind of salvage operation. Apparently the USS Flag playset got sunk when it collided with a Cobra helicarrier in an action sequence that was deemed too exciting to actually show in an episode. But it is indeed sunk now and Cobra wants whatever goodies G.I. Joe may have carelessly left behind. But she's just rusty rubble. Why go to all this trouble? Because of the antimatter pod the Cobra Helicarrier contains. I could just as easily have told you the part about the antimatter pod myself, but I haven't played a quote of Roadblock rhyming for a while, and I still really like that guy. So the Joes start using Cobra's salvage equipment to finish the job. Meanwhile, Cobra Commander, realizing what Cobra wants from a leader is more shouting, shouts at Zartan and his goons for a while. Deep Six takes a team undercover to start salvaging, and they pick up a strange signal from the wreckage. Not just any signal. This is really weird. Listen. Where's that trash coming from? You won't believe this, but it's coming from the flag. The flag? Yeah, somebody's playing Cold Slither on Davy Jones' stereo. Now this is a mystery I'm completely engaged in. Zartan follows the Joes so closely that he actually crashes into them when they slam on their brakes. I have definitely pulled this trick on people tailgating me too closely on the road, but I'm not super confident that it would work the same way underwater. Then both teams discover that there's an inexplicable pocket of breathable air down here, and they decide to put aside their differences to figure out what the hell's going on. But we're still mostly concerned with the cold slither component of this mystery, right? The answer comes quickly, and it's a doozy. Meet this guy, D.A. Lacar, a former Cobra Cook who got stranded down here and built his own insane world called Lakar City, where the battle android troopers do whatever he says and Cold Slither plays on an endless loop. This is alarmingly close to my own vision of a perfect utopia. He thinks he's the last surviving member of Cobra. Wish he was. That didn't rhyme, but it was still a pretty sick burn. Lakar puts his captives on trial. Zartan tries to convince him that Cobra's still a thing, but that just makes him angrier because now that means Cobra just left him here to die. Nice one. The verdict, it will shock you to learn, is guilty, and they're sentenced to a lifetime of hard labor in the kelp beds. I mean, you already have an army of robot slaves, and these guys are just gonna revolt on you, but I suppose we can make some allowances for this on account of, uh, you know. So they start kelp slaving, and when the inevitable infighting starts happening, Lakar decides to make an example of one of them, and he chooses Zorana. And while I'm tired of seeing Zorana become a hostage in every third episode, I do kind of like that Zartan tends to be less focused on evil when his sister's endangered. All I'm saying is, this would work just as well if it were Xandar being put into danger. They nearly break free, but are captured again, and this time are sentenced to death. Alright! Play the death march! Raise arms! We're cold slither, you'll be joining 
soon. The show can be goddamned amazing sometimes, you know that? The proceedings are interrupted by depth charges being dropped by Cobra. The Joes fight them off before they completely obliterate the flag and the helicarrier, but the ensuing chaos is enough to get the underwater Joes and Cobras free of their batshit captor. And now he's not batshit because he hit his head, and as anyone who's seen an episode of the Flintstones knows, this is the easiest way to cure anyone of a personality disorder. It's why psychiatric hospitals employ the use of giant hammers to this day. The combined team actually collectively problem-solves their way back to the surface, while General Hawk watches helplessly. And I am not at all surprised that the Joes can get more done by actually siding with their enemies than they can by following his orders. Because if I have not made this point crystal clear yet, I think General Hawk's kind of a moron. Also, every time this Admiral dude says the phrase, raise the flag, and he says it about 600 times in this episode, the barely clever title becomes a little less clever. So they make it to the surface, and unsurprisingly, Zartan and his gang turn against the Joes and steal the antimatter pod. But then the day is saved as everyone collapses from the bends. I had actually written a hilarious joke about how nobody did get the bends after surfacing so fast, and then I had to backspace over it when it actually did happen, so thanks for that. The Cobra guys rally and nearly run off with the pod, but Lakar stops them because he's a good guy now, on account of his bonding with Roadblock for the last couple of scenes. And who can blame him? That guy's awesome. 